Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming. And that means it's time for the art of the CEO. The show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. I'm your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymus Bosch of business. And whether you're a CEO of a high-tech marketing firm helping some bewildered poor souls mess their social media like Pamela does, or perhaps you're an ex-Harlem Globetrotter who guides entrepreneurs into the realm of insurance brokering like Derek, either way, we're here to help bring you the sage counsel of business masters and to help your career in business. Now, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the art of the CEO streams live through the magic of cyberspace right through your cyber door. And this and every show may be downloaded by visiting blogtalkradio.com slash theartoftheceo. Once again, that's blogtalkradio.com, the art of the CEO. So why not explore and listen for your very own benefit? Now, today's episode is entitled Lethal Success, Handling Growth Spurts Without Exploding. Yes, today we're going to tell you about the very fine and extremely challenging art of handling success, your own, I mean. So what do you do when you finally land that huge contract or that very important client or there's an intense sales clamor that forces upon you a sudden life-or-death expansion? Uh, What do you do? And also, it's just sort of a dessert to today's Feast of Wisdom. We are going to find out how you take advantage of not fitting the stereotype. That is, how do you turn being an exception in your industry into a defined branding asset. And who has done all of this? Well, after a great deal of hunting around for just the right guest, we have seduced into our studios the very fun and very capable Miss Marilyn Grabowski, who found who founded and she runs Atlantic Infra, a lady construction firm and and she is someone who has launched her product literally from her closet and cultivated into a blossoming renowned business and then She seized a new opportunity and masterfully quintupled her own business in an astoundingly short time, and that's what we'll find out about today. But before we lay before you this feast of CEO artistry and and also find out why the potholes this winter will be better repaired than ever before, uh, let's take a few moments to supply everyone out there with a few utensils for the Feast of Wisdom we've got coming up. So first, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you individuals hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. That's the most important position you'll ever hold in your career. And so I ask, will this be the day that you pay a little attention to that divine gift of your physical body and blessed mind and begin to take a little better care of both? Or will you simply let it go and take it as a given that you're immortal till you die? (laughs) The choice is truly yours. Secondly, it's time to dip into a little laughter. So let's take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quip book. Let me pull it down from the shelf and thumb through. Okay, okay, here it is. This is number 25. If I had nine hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend the first six hours sharpening my axe. 
also, actually, the erudite among us may recognize this as a quip from President Abraham Lincoln. But as an afterthought, I invite you to think, the next time you admire some successful or smooth-running operation, you may just want to inquire how many design hours and modifications were required to bring that firm to its current fruition. Just a thought. And as for a third utensil, perhaps we'll call today's utensil the talent coddler, we will give you the answers to last week's business quotation. Now today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast another quotation, and we invite you to email us with the name of the author, as you believe her or him to be. Just simply write info at bartsbooks.com, that's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, and if you're right, we will send along to you a marvelous gift from the dungeons of the Bart's Books bookstore. And the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, have you ever noticed that, oh, what the hell, seems always to be the right decision to make? <laughs> I love that. That was none other than the hilarious London playwright, Terry Johnson. Oh, quite a character. But now, let us dig into today's feast and call upon the expertise of the construction industry's lady in red and mistress of explosive growth strategies, Ms. Marilyn Grabowski. Marilyn, how are you doing today? Great. Well, I'm glad to hear it, and uh, I think we're going to have fun on on the show today. Marilyn, I want to, uh, all of us out there have cursed potholes, but I don't know anyone other than Ms. Marilyn Grabowski who's actually done anything about it, and you started a business in your closet to, to fix it. What What launched you in this rather exotic line of work? Well, before Atlanta came for Red, I was one of the top salespeople at a medical device company. And when a new president took over, I was laid off. And uh, along with all, you know, of of all the high earners. Oh, that happens. That happens, yep. So I was without a job, a single mom, two little little guys at home. And so fortunate. Uh, to be exposed to infrared technology, which is our unique product that we service the utility industry with. Um, I met a friend at the gym who was working for a paving company. And Uh yes, uh, now that that friend is my partner and my husband, Tom. Oh, all right. Boy, that was a fortuitous thing. This should all happen. I got got to find out the name of your gym. I got to go there. This is good. Uh, yeah. Was he pumping iron? So, uh, pumping iron, you bet. Of yeah, course. all right. Good for him. Good. For I him. actually met met him online, online for the spin room. Everybody's meeting oh, online oh. now in cyber, but <laughs> I met him on, standing online trying to get a spin bike at the at the club. Yeah. Oh God, those things are those things are illusory. Anyway, but go ahead. Anyway, so you met uh, Tom, is it right? Uh huh. That's Alrighty. correct. Alrighty. And, well, now, uh, i got to tell you, Marilyn, right on the road, just right outside this morning, uh, out, outside as I was coming to the studio, I see a, about three or four guys pouring lukewarm tar into potholes and sort of banging them in with their little electric banger janging up and down. I, I mean, you know, Marilyn, women are getting more permanent hairstyles at the beauty parlor than the lifespan of this average pothole repair is going to be. I can count on it. So in a nutshell, uh, 
what's what's uh, Atlantic Infra's red secret? What what's the deal? What what are you doing that's so much better? Well, the secret to our repairs are that they're permanent. Um, our technology allows us to use heat in these very, very cold, like you described, very cold weather times. We use heat to prepare the area of the pothole and around it. And what we do is we take out some of the old asphalt, and then we add new asphalt material, which we keep in a nice hot baking box so when we pick it up at the asphalt plant, it, and we're able to keep it nice and warm, and that's what's very, very different about our technology than that dump truck that you probably saw today. That so asphalt you've was got, probably you've got kind of a well going on, don't you? Then I mean, so when that's up, it's 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 more like a well than a solder, right? It it, it sure is. So when we when we roll the patches, the seams are chemically bonded, and therefore water can't get into the seams. Yes. Right. Okay. That's that's such a different. Well, you were a chemist from way back in some former life, right? <laughs> yes, my college degree is in chemistry. You know, I, I got to tell you, Marilyn, I I am always leery of people who are in a trade where they have a shower to keep themselves from being burned alive right outside their office. Chemists always scare scare me to death. But anyway, <laughs> that's just my personal bias. Uh so now, but but apparently you come uh, by your construction entrepreneurialism rather genetically. Didn't I hear that your grandmother ran the construction business out of her home or something? Yes, I was really fortunate um, as a child to be the number eight grandchild to Florence oh. DeRosa, and uh, that was my grandmother. Yep, uh, and at forty years old. Florence uh, got her driver's license, her high school equivalency, and her real estate license and started building custom homes. You're kidding. What a wonderful woman she must have been. What a great model for you. She she was great. My Saturdays were were spent jumping in and out of foundations of, of houses and going with her to Sipperstein's to pick out wallpaper and choose paint colors and her business ended when she passed away in 1986, but I guess it remained inside of me. What a wonderful story of a great spark and it has left a flame and, and uh, made all our driving a little better. I, I wrote a song about uh, entitled Madam, It's Macadam, and I see you are carrying on the fine tradition of allowing cars to... Uh, get to more places faster and better and I think it's fabulous but um, now I, I just so I want all you folks to know out there unfortunately you cannot see our guest from your radio but Marilyn is a very lovely very feminine lady which is not exactly the kind of image that uh, I it's ordinarily connected with the hurly-burly world of construction but Marilyn you apparently have said the heck with the norm I'm going to use that to my best business advantage. Could you tell us a little bit about your setting up the Lady in Red brand, trucks and all? You bet. Well, the construction industry is basically branded by by the colors of one's, one's truck. They, they do oh. very, very, very little marketing outside of that. So there, there's huh. no question that in New Jersey that there's over 100 red vehicles uh, lady in red vehicles out on the road, so they scream 
they scream our brand, which is which is red, uh, including my uh, my Ford pickup truck. You know that has L I R license plates, lady in red license plates. Oh, I love it! I love it. It's uh, well, you know, when I first met you, you were dressed in red. You probably are more days than not, I would guess, when you have to make public appearances. Um, but now, how how does that brand uh, work for you? Did did you you got any stories of praise or, or even some problems with it? This brand of of red has worked so well, so much that every one of our employees wears red every single day. <laughs> Kidding. So I have yeah. to come and change. So if I work for you, I have to change my wardrobe. My lord. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. You bet. You do. Uh, recently, we have been uh, awarded with New Jersey Monthly's Top 25 Women Entrepreneurs, uh, New Jersey Biz Best 50 in Business, and and I'm actually going down to Florida at the end of this month to. Um, except in the Enterprising Women Award, so the red wow. certainly has has come out to be our our secret sauce. I, actually, <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up, and our oh anniversary for Atlantic Infrared is Valentine's Day. And oh, I can't have, believe it! How wonderful! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. So, for the red from the red from the heart to the red from the heat of of their truck, that's going to make us all uh, a little smoother and our derrieres a bit uh, more thankful as we ride over <laughs> your roadways. So that's great, <laughs> Merlin. Uh, you uh, and your husband Tom are way back. I guess when you started two thousand two, you know, you're you're bidding and contracting, and I mean, you're doing a lot of paving, a little contracting. And then all of a sudden, in 2011, wham, the contract hits the fan, and, and you're sort of forced from a lesser businesswoman uh, into what uh, into a, a major businesswoman, which could have been a, uh, a really lethal expansion for a person not quite as sharp as you. Tell us what the contract was and what spawned uh, Atlantic Infotrack as your third firm. Well, all, all our briv- business uh, previous to Atlantic Infotrack was with uh, major utilities in the state of New Jersey. Uh-huh. And I so we we sat in a place with 15 to 20 employees for 9, 10 years. Uh-huh. And I was always looking for some type of additional adventure, uh, <laughs> you know, a great big contract, to put it nicely. And one of the things that I did for my outreach and for our branding was serve on the board of the Supplier Diversity Development Council of New Jersey, where procurement officers um, look to help diverse companies secure procurement activities and opportunities Uh, in in the utility industry. And one of the things that they always pointed out and they were always searching for somebody to take a bid with utility locating. Right. And right. I knew I knew from all of their discussions that there there was no one in the diverse space in utility locating. So I actually huh. worked on a business plan for that type of job. And then one day my biggest customer uh, called me and said, hey, do you know of anyone 
in a diverse community. <laughs> yes, said... I would like to do you locate. And I said, oh, it's very expensive insurance. And he immediately uh-huh. knew I knew something about the business. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to pause just there and say that is a quill pen moment. That is, we've heard something timeless here from Marilyn, and I'd like you all to take your pens and dip it in the inkwell and jot this down. That if it's one thing to see an empty gap, it's another to say, I'm going to go study all about that and fill up my head with knowledge like a pothole, and I'm going to take that knowledge and use it. So when the opportunity comes along to you, you aren't just speaking out of wish, you're speaking out of knowledge, and may we all remember to do that. Marilyn, I I, I don't want I do want to find out why I'm never going to look at those little red and orange flags that I see stuck around again. But right now, if you'll excuse us all, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to this uh, to the midpoint of our feast, and I'd like us to take a brief sorbet, if we may, because it is time to introduce that company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, the creator of Bart's book's Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit uh, that, or the store, at bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com, where you may explore a, a rather wide world of practical wisdom from business masters in all fields. So Prometheus Publishing would like to invite everyone enjoying today's show to take a look at one of our more sought-after guidebooks. And this is the book that uh, so many people are picking up because it's filled with brief tactics that really work. It's called, So That's How They Do It, Tactics of Business Masters. And if you've ever wondered how the players and leaders of all size businesses got to where they are, pick up a copy of this book, find out what's worked for the successful folks, and how you may imply, uh, apply some of these tactics to your own uh, business. So you can find The Art of the CEO and uh, at bartsbooks.com, and so we invite you to visit and browse the, our bookstore. So ladies and gentlemen, and all those wise enough to play in this snow rather than bemoan it, we are back with the construction world's mistress of invention, Marilyn Grabowski. Now, Marilyn, you uh, said, could you tell the folks a little bit about what you recognize and flags uh, with uh, Atlantic Infratrack? What what exactly does the business entail? The little flags that you see when you're driving down the street, Uh especially the ones, orange and red ones, we're very attached to, are part of a program (laughs) called Call Before You Dig, right, and right. That, that is uh, dial 811. Sometimes you, you see on the water towers, uh, Call oh, Before yeah, You yeah, Dig, yeah. 811. And what, what this program uh, suggests is that if you're going to be digging at all into the ground, for example, if you want to put a new mailbox in front of your house, right. you, need to call, you need to call the number 811 and request that they mark the underground utilities that are on your property. You mean so I don't put my pickaxe into a live wire? That's exactly right. You sure oh. don't you sure don't want to do that. 
Oh, so yeah. I, I, the, the, the visions of myself after that would be, oh, would, would turn me to ashes. Anyway, go ahead. So, so you do that, and uh, so that's where all the underground piping. And, you know, I live in a, a seemingly rural area, but there are, uh, because there's a roadway, and that roadway has things lying beside and under it. So I, I know it's there. And now, this is. This is great that you do this work, but legend has it that Atlantic Infra sprang from 20 to 85 employees in six weeks. I I just can't believe how you did that. Could you give me – so you, you get this contract and you need this. Could you give me two of the – one or two of the largest sort of cliff-edge expansion challenges that came out of this? And tell us how you handled them. Well, I really didn't sleep – very much the first six weeks, <laughs> or the or the first or the first two years, uh, because this business is twenty four seven, three hundred and sixty five days a year. It, it took me a while, you know, to realize that we always have somebody out on the road. So when we were hiring people, you really have to look very hard and long for the right talent. Yeah, and. You know, I think I've reviewed, oh, gosh, thousands of of resumes over the last three years. But we've learned a lot of lessons. We're very, very proud of our team. And we now hire based on our core values and also motor vehicle records, something that I uh-huh, never yes, really I'm... thought of before. Yes, I'll bet. Well, well, no, but okay. So you've been in the industry a long time. You've got a pretty good idea of of the lay of the people in it. Uh, but nearly quintupling your staff in a month and a half. Uh, how do you you got sufficient people for this product? What advice would you give to others who are facing this ex, this kind of expansion, the sudden expansion? Like I got to run out and get people. What would you tell them from some of the lessons you've learned? I would tell them before you can run and go get people, you better know what you're about. You better know that you have. You know what. You better know what your vision is, what your uh, mission is, what your uh-huh. values are. You know before you bring people in, into your family. We're, we're Give currently us a couple using. Of I was just going to say, yeah, what are, you talked about your values. What are a couple of the values that you're talking about here now? Well, obviously, one of our values is safety. Mm, sure, sure. And another great one of our core values is consistency mm-hmm. because we do the same job over and over again. So the talent needs to understand how important it is to follow the rules at every job. Yeah. Well, uh- Marilyn, I'm a very congenial fellow myself here, and I know absolutely nothing about potholes or underground electrical lines, but I'm really good at taking orders from both men and women. Just ask my wife. So what do you think? Do you think I could be of value to your firm and its expanding presence? (laughs) Sure, if you don't mind wearing red every day. Well, yeah, I, I I could go with a wardrobe change to go with a company that's moving as fast as yours, <laughs> uh, streaking red forward. That sounds good to me. Now, uh, well, so you've been in this for four years. Uh, how uh, how is uh, Atlantic Infra Track uh, moving along at this point? 
the go the you know the growth is growing all the time we're we're doing great um, oh, I don't good. like to you know admit it you know that the state of New Jersey well you said it earlier has a lot it's not in good shape well I think one of the things is we built our uh, many people this is true many states we built so much of our infrastructure rather suddenly all at once i mean around the early 60s they're they're saying i know in this state that uh so many roadways were laid down new new then and so it it just makes sense if you have 100 houses in a row that were all built in january um of 1947 they're all going to start to fall apart at roughly the same time. And I think is I mean, I guess that's a lot of it, isn't it? It sure, it sure is, and that really is what's guaranteeing our work and our jobs for our company. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so then you drive down a highway and you see, and you see a, a crumbling roadway, just just think that uh, we're, we're breeding success for uh, Atlanta uh, Infratrack and uh, Atlantic Infrared, so uh, wonderful. Uh, now, uh, I was just wondering if you could tell some of our uh, budding entrepreneurs or some of the folks that are that are stuck. You you have a good business, but you're you're always sort of being chased by a plateau. That is, it's very very. It would be very easy for you to just stay right where you are. What do you? What would you tell some of the people who need to move forward at this point, who want to move forward but aren't quite sure where to go yet? I would tell them don't hide in the office. Uh huh. It's very, okay. very easy into you know in today's world to to do emails, but that's not what it's about. You you need to join trade organizations. You need to uh-huh. volunteer. You need to get your face out there. Mm-hmm. And then dress it in red and let people know who you are. I think that's that's really good. I hope a lot more people will take that. It's it's very easy to sort of think that you can sit in your uh, own little cyberspace world and make money in your underwear, but it really takes, as Marilyn is saying, getting yourself out there, getting known. That is the best advertisement you can possibly make. Now, there's also another thing. Uh, you, Marilyn, you have devised three very distinct divisions for your company. You've got uh, Atlantic Infrared. You've got Atlanta Infra, uh, Infra, Atlantic Infrastructures. Pardon me, and Atlanta InfraTrack. Could you share with us why you structured your firm uh, into these three separate divisions? I mean, what what are some of the advantages? The advantages are um, regarding insurance. The, oh, I see. The, right. The, the three the three company the three companies are really separate because of insurance and also because I have different partnerships in the minority uh, part of my companies. I see. So it's a way to deal with both not only funding but administration as well, of course, as, as the insurance expenses. That makes a lot of sense. Now. I have one final question for you, and I think this is one that everyone wants to know. You face, as far as many of us are concerned, one of the toughest business hurdles, and it's tripped up an awful lot of folks out there. You work with your husband, Tom. He is your life partner and your business partner. Your 
you're together at work, you're together at home. Uh, have you got any tips for those out there facing this situation uh, or dealing with it? How, how do you make rules? How do you handle the, the ultra-closeness of the setup? I think the secret is to be in different places. <laughs> yes. That's what my wife keeps telling me. She says, get out. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Tom is out in the field um, monitoring all that the fleet that we've been talking about. And I'm here in the office. I, 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 I like to get out of the office a couple of days a week, but for the most part I'm dealing with all of the issues of running the everyday operations, making all the major decisions in, in the office, dealing with the people. So he is out in the field. So sometimes we talk on the phone multiple times per day, but you know it, it's not till dinner till we actually have a, a business meeting. Oh, huh. well, so that's. I, I think it sounds like you've worked it out pretty well. Marilyn, this has been an awful lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this, and uh, I think we all now are going to look at our roadways a little differently now and all those little flags, and we're also going to look at how we view our business and, and how we want to take it forward and what some of the tips are. So I thank you very much. This has been a great feast of wisdom, for certainly for me and I'm sure all our listeners. So uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, as we round out the show, I'd like to leave you uh, with our final uh, quotation, and that is the business quotation, and uh, that is, let me pull her out of the, the pot here. Oh, yes. Um, as our, we have the, the business quotation is, business has only two basic functions, marketing and innovation. Who said that? Hint. Uh, this The innovative guide and leader it was half a century before his time, and he's still leading businesses today uh, through his voice and, and writings. So remember, if you know the author of this quote, please send it along to info at bartsbooks.com. And finally, as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, did you know that 78.4% of all statistics are made up on the spot? Be careful what you believe. Marilyn, I thank you so much for coming on. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you. Thank you.